So you're here for part two of this saga. Well, thank you for coming back, first off. And uh, it's a doozy. Just wait. Part one was really nothing in comparison to to part two. Uh, we're going to get to it in a couple of seconds. Uh, do me a really quick favor. And if you hit the subscribe button on any of the podcast apps you're listening to, that's really helpful. Plus, if you're on Apple Podcasts, leaving a five-star review would be amazing. And for those that are more of our diehard fans and want to help the, and support the show, you can always go check out the merch store. I've got this Give Me the Cheese May mug I think you're going to love. I've got this um, rosé and cheese may wine glass. It's super cute. And anything you can do helps. You know, it helps support a free and unbiased and uncensored medium, unlike the radio where I can never tell you the story. On a podcast, you can. And I don't, you know, have this big financial backing. So every dollar you support the show, it all goes back into the show. I'm not making any money. I'm not taking any money myself from this. I'm all investing it back in, just keeping it going. So thank you so much. And thank you to our friends over at BetterHelp. I told you a couple of weeks ago that I am getting back into therapy and it's hard right now because how are you supposed to do it when everything's shut down and you don't really want to leave your house. Well, I'm glad I found better help and they are, it's been a godsend. My therapist, Dr. Jag, we're working on like what to do in, in situations where you don't know where things are going. That's exactly where my life's at right now. And when it's all from the comfort of your home, I love it because I can connect right here from my desk and I have to go anywhere, right? You start communicating under 24 hours. And the way we have our setup is we, we meet once a week and then we communicate at least three times through messaging. And she's always there. Like if I'm having a crisis, you know, like, a, you know, those panic modes over something quickly hit her up on the BetterHelp app. And it's, it's been written. I've been in therapy for years and I love the ease of BetterHelp. So if you've got depression or anxiety or relationship issues or sleeping issues or trauma or anger or family conflicts or LGBT matters or grief or self-esteem, they're, they're great in all of this. And somebody asked me, they did Christian counseling. They do that as well. So uh, in fact, there's been so many people that have been getting help with BetterHelp. They are now recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener of this podcast, you're going to get 10% off of your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. You can join over a million people. They're taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash K-R-A-M-E-R. And part two is next. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. So we're back to the second half of Margarita Fest 2019. The day that was as salty as the rim of the glasses. <laughs> so if you don't remember, or if you if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go back to podcast episode number 84 and if you have no clue who the heck is talking my name is hula and i am guest hosting this podcast with kramer as he's sharing the infamous day that was margaritaville or margarita fest sorry that was margarita fest i don't want to wish just margarita i know I wish, I, I wish jimmy buffett was involved in some way or another that would have been fantastic kind of been even right? added more to the story so how are you feeling after a week <laughs> of sharing that story just the story part one just got me irritated it just i don't it's just there's just so much that goes into it right like just the the feeling of being there and and now knowing what's about to happen next it just kind of i get like a pit in my stomach so i guess where we left off 
to kind of catch, do you want to recap kind of this, like, like a 30 second recap of even where we are in the story? <laughs> so what had happened was Margarita Fest was a, an event that was hosted by iHeartRadio. And it's an event that you were a part of and you were there and your ex-wife Shannon showed up with her boyfriend. I, I believe that's what we're suspecting was her boyfriend Correct. at the time. And your friends, your coworkers decided because you had felt the need to leave and be the big, bigger person and just leave the event, your friends and coworkers decided, you know what? We're going to confront Shannon. And so they mm -hmm. all confronted Shannon and there was video footage of this that was posted all over mm -hmm. social media. So then right. after that had happened, you got involved again, even though you were not physically there anymore because they sent you the right. video they told you what went down, which just got your blood boiling again. And so you decided right. to post all of that on social media. Right. I, you know, I forgot to ask you in part one, because Hula was, you know, one of a gajillion people that was Many. watching this. Yes. What, what did it, what did it look like? Like, what was the impression that you got when it came? Like, did I look like a guy that was like, off my rocker? Did I look like, uh, did I seem mad? Did, like what was, what feeling did it give you when you were watching all this? I felt like you were uh, the person that was being betrayed because mm. I mean, I, I, I'm a little biased because I'm in, you know, I was in the radio business and anybody that I had dated in the past or, you know, even my, my wife now, um, may know certain events are happening and you know, there's times when you can't say that I didn't know you were having that event. Like any ex right, can't right. sit there and go, Oh, I didn't know channel nine through three was going to be there because it says right. it all over the right. place. Um, so yeah, when you walk in, you see, you see our banners, you see, I mean, there's no way you, you see you the don't tent. Know. And you see a big channel nine through three tent. Like how could you not? And I know I'm on stage, you know, and I'm, you literally at least hear my voice, you know, it's me. So I, yeah, yeah right. there's, there's so, no way to not, to not know that I'm at least there. So I was more of feeling like your friend, like, oh my gosh, is Kramer okay? That's the first thing I thought. And then I saw your right. reaction to it and I thought, oh, he's mad. He's angry. Yeah. He's pissed that she's there. Like now I need to know the story of how he's feeling, of how you're feeling at the time. And what did you do in response to the fact that she was there? Right. That's kind of how I, mean, I saw it, it. I didn't think you were crazy. Did it, yeah. I, did it seem like, oh man, like he's, he's gone too far. Like he shouldn't be, he shouldn't be doing all this. Or were you like, damn, this is juicy. That's the second part. I was like, damn, give me my cheese may mug. Cause I need to know more. <laughs> that's how I felt. I felt like I wanted to know the full story. Um, but I never felt like you went too far because I felt like a lot of the times when you were interviewing people, when you were bringing them on Instagram, you still seemed like very respectful of Shannon at times. You were almost right. protecting I, her I, at times. I, I, I honestly, I did. I protected her throughout the divorce because I, as much as I didn't like what was happening, I mean, she was still like my best friend for so many years. Right. I still like didn't want, I, I always said like, don't, you know, don't give her a hard time. Don't. And so, uh, you know, don't go after her on social media and say mean things. Right. Like, just be, be cool. But then something in me just, just snapped that night. And I was like, you know what? Like, fuck this. You know, right. I can't come out here and I can't, I've been protecting you this whole time. And then for you to have the audacity to show up to this station event and be around all my coworkers 
I, I just, and like, just make me feel so embarrassed that you're going to have this new boyfriend right in my face. Right. I, it just, I just snapped, man. I just snapped. But I mean, like, not in like a, again, as we talked in the last episode, uh, it, it wasn't like a, Hey, I'm just going to like, you know, I'm, uh, you know like, fuck you. It was a, I, 50%, I was like, I, I had a free night and I got caught up in the drama that was unfolding. I mean, I was, I was into it too. I had, the, I had the big story of the night. <laughs> right. Wow, man. Everybody right. was tuning into me. You were the bell of the ball. I was. Yeah. And then of course there was still the other, the other 50% that was just like, you know what? I'm so disappointed in the way that she, she handled the situation. So. Right. So let's, so we, now that we caught up, yeah. we're caught up there. So you left us off at the fact that on Sunday morning. So this event happened on Saturday. On Sunday morning, the next day, as you're telling your listeners and anybody who watched this unfold on Instagram to tune in at 8.40 on Monday morning on your radio show to listen to what had happened at the end of the Instagram right. story. Um, on Sunday, you opened up your email to find an email from your ex that was subject lined, hi. Correct. <laughs> and now where so, are we going with this? There it is. So obviously like my, I, I, cause I was wondering the whole time, like, was she going to reach out to me? Like, would she say anything about it? Obviously she would have to know that this is all being said and done. And like, was she going to reach out and like say, what are you doing? Or was she going to reach out to apologize for, I, I, I had no idea. Was she going to call you? Right. right. I, I had no idea what was going to happen. So here it is. It's like one, it's like two or three in the afternoon on Sunday. And I get an email from her that just says, hi, and I'm going to paraphrase it because I, um, how long did it take you to open the email? Were you like, did you get a pit in your stomach and you're like, Oh crap, I need to open this. I, mean, I had to open it immediately. Yeah. Like it was, it was okay, like instant. So, okay. like I had, I, there's no way I could wait. I was like, Oh shit. So I opened the email and paraphrasing, it said something along of like, hi, uh, you know, I, uh, I'm disappointed because you and I both agreed that, we were not going to have drama when it came to our divorce. Um, I want to set the record straight of what happened. I was invited by a friend to come um, who was uh, – actually, let me open the exact email. I'm not going to read it word for word, but oh, I'm going to paraphrase it. I am ready for this. You still have the email? I, yeah, I'm sure. I, I don't think I would have deleted it. Let me see if I search it. Google. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, there it goes. Okay. So I, I pulled the email back up and I'm just going to paraphrase it because I still want to give her the right to privacy. Okay, you know, this was right. sent to me directly and I'm going to at least just do that, right? I appreciate it. Totally. Uh, basically, she, like I said, she was uh, uh, like, you know, we said we were going to, you know, be civil and remain friends. She goes, I understand that like being friends is like not going to be in the realm anymore of what we can be. Um, I have never said anything about you publicly, you know, um, so I just I just want to like move on with my life. And. Uh, How did you feel? Uh, um, mad. I'm mad at that point because I'm just like, uh, whatever, you know. Right. 
Um, she did say, and I, I will read this one line because I do, I want to give you full, full perspective of everything. Okay. So she did say, I truly wish nothing but the best for you and want you to be happy. So, okay. At this point, but I'm still like frustrated. Right. Um, she then goes on to explain that she was there as a guest of someone that was putting on the event and that she in that moment did not know that any of the radio stations were going to be there. Um, she then asked me to stop what I was doing. She's like, I'm not going to interrupt. You know, I, I, uh, we have separate lives now and I, I, I'm not going to try to interfere with yours. You don't interfere with mine. And basically a little bit of a guilt trip at the end. Like this is not the way to treat somebody that, you know, that was there for you, whatever. Uh, that's the gist like, of the email. that's the gist of the email. Um, wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't mean. It wasn't snarky. It was just her kind of explaining what had happened. I think she knew too that like, she better be careful what she says. Cause I'm going on a rampage on social media. Right. Right. Now. right. Okay. So I'm like, this is like where I stopped for a minute. And I, I kind of like snap out of it and, and, and like step back into reality. Okay. Of the taking out this social media show that I've put on and then have, and like, damn, like this is somebody that I have loved and really cared about. And I don't agree with the way that it's being handled. I don't think that what she did was right, but it just became much more of a humanizing experience, right? Like the whole thing, it was like, oh, I forget. There's like somebody literally there, you know, like she's, she's not having a chance to like share her side of the story. She obviously, cause my initial thought was that she literally paid a hundred some odd dollars for VIP tickets uh, knowing that like uh, I was, it felt so personal. It felt like such a personal attack on me. Right. Like she was there uh, to show off her new boyfriend looking cute in her red dress. Correct. Like I, like nothing. I never in a million years thought she'd be back there as a guest of somebody that was putting on the event. Right. So right. I was just like, Oh, like I, I didn't know who was the, I didn't know. I had no idea like who invited her. But at that point it became more clear. I still did not like the way she treated my my co-host and friends and, and co-workers. I didn't like it. I didn't like the way she confronted them. Right. If she's over here saying like that, we, uh, we both, uh, you know, agreed to remain civil. That's not a way to remain civil is by, if, if my coworker or friend comes up to you and is just saying, Hey, like if you want to be civil at this, honestly, if you're asking me how I wish that day could have gone and this never, all of this never would have happened is she would have been like, Oh, I didn't realize that it was stirring up so many problems. You literally have your whole company here. Let me just take me and my four friends somewhere else. Right. Because fine. instead of saying something along the lines of, I'm just trying to live my life. Right. Like I'm allowed to be here. Right. Like if you don't want drama, then don't create drama. Correct. Just be like, oh, I recognize this. I don't want drama. I'm willing to go stand outside of the VIP area. Right. Because I, I, I they're here working. I'm here as a guest. I am willing to go to if I if I literally just want to remain civil, 
that would have been the right thing to do. Right. And I know right? people are screaming into their whatever listening device they're listening to the story at because we brought it up in the, the last podcast. When you walk into Margarita Fest, you see Channel 933 everywhere. You can't It would tell be me. really hard. You had to walk. If you know San Diego, you literally had to walk the whole, at least half a waterfront park from one side to the other right. to get to the VIP area. Right. And you pass by plenty of banners. Right. You pass by station tents. You pass by everything. And that's the only way in and out. So there's no right. way she could have gotten in and out other way, anyway, but that way. Right. Unless, you know, I mean, I mean, according to the diagram of the layout, I don't know if she's, I don't know. I'm not going to say that's how she came in, but, but literally still. everybody's like every, you know, my coworkers and they're all right there. Right. Like they're all right there. So even if, but even if you didn't know that they were there, you at least now have been privied to, Hey, you being right here is kind of causing some, some issues. Um, and you're allowed to stay. But I'm just letting you know that like everyone's over here kind of getting frustrated. So I just think it's be best if you just maybe went somewhere else and she didn't have to. But if she's sitting here saying we're going to remain civil, the right thing to do in my mind is to then remain civil and say, okay, and go somewhere else. Walk away. So, because she, you can't, con you can only control yourself. You can't control what your it. friends are doing. If your friends decide they want to confront Shannon, that's on them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, 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 again, I take full blame for taking social media too far, especially this is like in that moment where I'm like, damn, like I probably took that. I did take that too far. Um, because no matter what, at the end of the day, I mean, my, we, I, I didn't, there's things that she did that I, I didn't appreciate. We didn't have the greatest marriage, but you know what? She was always still a good friend to me. Right. And she was always there for me. And, uh, well, mostly there for me, <laughs> maybe, not, maybe not the last six months. Right. Uh, but you know, she was, she was a friend of mine. She was always, and, and, and would have remained always like, it didn't work out, but it's, it just is, it was, it was going to end amicably. Right? right. Right. So, and I did agree that I wasn't going to start drama. So I do, I do blame myself for that. I do. I'm not walking away from this feeling like, well, I'm, I, I'm allowed to do whatever I want, man. It, it's, I did not do the mature thing. I did the right radio thing, but I didn't do the right human thing. Right. In that moment. And that's sometimes that's a, that's a gray area when you're doing a radio show. Absolutely. So anyway, absolutely. Um, I, at that point, that's when I stopped posting. I just kind of like, I kind of let the story, I mean, not die, but it's just like, I'm not going to like feed into it anymore because it's just whatever tomorrow we can like come on the air, tell the story and just be done. You know, like so you, at that that's point, it. you read the story, you feel the way you're feeling. You decide I'm not going to promote this anymore, but yeah, you decide I'm not going to just shit. Cause everybody's waiting for the ending of this whole thing. Do you decide Correct. right in there? And I'm not going to, I'm gonna just going to pay it off. Okay. No, I'm are. just going to pay it off. Okay. And yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm still planning on just paying it off okay. and to even be honest about this. To be like, hey, she sent me an email. Okay. And okay. I was like the whole story. Yeah. Like, because no matter what, I didn't give a shit how it ended. Right. Like, I just wanted to get people to tune in at 840 on Monday for this dramatic tale that we've been telling for, you know, for 36 hours now. Right. That's all I cared about. But that, no matter how that, it looked or what. It, but that's not how it ended. That's not how it ended. It's, I mean, we're just now, it's just now getting into the the weeds of it. Oh, okay. So here we go. Um, I, again, so I'm just kind of like, that's it. It's fine. And 
I, you know, I go to bed and we, we did our show prep the night, you know, the night before right. we're like ready to come in and talk about it. Right. We had cabana boy lined up to come on at, at eight 40. We we're going to split it into a two parter, uh, um, Monday we, early morning. And you were still planning to do to let it all out oh, yeah. at eight 40. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. That close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like, like, because to me it was just, it just was what it was like just a story right. you know like it was still juicy and even if it did end the way of like hey i was just there as a guest of people who were putting on the event okay well it doesn't matter like it, it is what it is we can just talk about it how i felt about it it's no big deal okay um so about 5 30 in the morning uh-huh we go on at six right about 5 30 in the morning i get a text from our operations manager Okay. And an operations manager and uh, uh, basically for those who don't know radio is a person who is in charge of all the radio stations in a building, right? So he's kind of oversees because there were what six or seven radio stations in you know owned by iHeartRadio here. He was overseeing the programming, you know, he was basically the the head guy of programming in our building, right? right? And he sends me a text along the lines of, "Hey, I'm not going to tell you how to do your show, but just be careful because our GM has now been brought into the story. What? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right. Uh, still not really quite sure what's going on. Um, just like, uh, and I, I think I responded back something like, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're going to be mature. Cause I mean, I'm not, I, I try to be a responsible broadcaster, right? right like right, even right. in this broadcast, I'm trying to give everybody's point of view. It's not just my point. I'm trying to give like every angle of like where it's coming from. So, um, I, I honestly like this next part's kind of a blur. I feel like my, my mind's trying to blank it out, but I still had planned on coming on at eight 40. Like we were like, okay, whatever, you know? Right. I don't remember this next part, but somehow we found out, and I don't know if my program director told me this or if my operations manager told me this but somehow we found out this is okay this is this is the kicker here we go that margarita fest right had been following all the social media because we're here as like the main media sponsor it's almost like a um, those events kind of work where like we promote it for free and I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know this, how the agreement works or not, but basically we, we like promote the, the, the show for free or their event for free. And then we get a, a cut of the proceeds. Right. Right. And so we're pretty much in business with Margarita Fest. Like Margarita Fest put the, owned the event, but we were just kind of in business with them. Like the radio station would have been. Right. So apparently Margarita Fest now has seen all this social media of their event and is really disappointed with the way it went down. And they want to have a meeting with my general manager about exactly what happened because and this is all I know. This is all I know at this point. This is about maybe 45 minutes to an hour of when we're about to go on the air with this, right? Uh, right so here's the at thing this though. point, they saw social media yeah. from each individual, uh, each individual G DJ, not the radio Correct. station. This nothing was posted no. on Channel 933's no. social media whatsoever of this story. 
There may have been some on the Kramer and Gina account. I, I honestly don't remember. There may have been, uh, okay. but it wouldn't have been on okay. the channel nine three three account. Right. Um, so uh, at this point, this is when I'm like, okay, well, this doesn't look good anymore because if this is a big revenue making event for our radio station and I, I don't want to be the guy that's like, has our contract canceled with Margarita Fest. Even had nothing to do with Margarita Fest. We weren't talking bad about the event. It was just, it happened to happen at a station event, right? right? It was the event that uh, it happened at. Yeah. It, right. Where it could have been anywhere, but it just happened to be at this event where we were hosting and kind of partnering with this other company that was putting on this event. Right. right. But never once was it like, if, if anything, I think it would now, now they're getting two podcast episodes out of it too. I mean, they got their money's worth out of advertising. Yes, they people <laughs> that didn't know this event happened and now they do. You're going to know about it now. That's for sure. Yep. So we, at this point kind of get panicked because the way the story is told is that it was a, the confrontation between Cabana Boy Jeff and Shannon's f- f- boyfriend, fr- whatever, was pretty confrontational, uh, and we didn't want it to seem like that our employees were being like we weren't sure exactly who was who, or you know if she's invited by like who was the guest that invited her. Uh, so. And in true radio 2019 fashion, we're like, it's better just to play it safe here. We pivoted and we totally changed the story on air. Like it was some friendly encounter. Like it was just a, Hey, they walked up to each other. It was fine. Nobody got upset. Nobody like stormed off. It was just, it may have looked kind of like that in the video, but it just was nothing. Now, you know, me as a person, I hate that because I hate being an authentic, but I've got, Basically, the whole situation is now, now that I know that I've got a client, more or less, that's like upset with the way that we portray their event. Right. I had to really play it safe because I just didn't want to die. In that building, man, nobody had my back. It was me against the world. Right. So I was like, let's just end this story. And if you listened at 8.40 that morning, I don't... Did you actually listen? You were working. You no, were no, no. Work. I actually tuned in. I was working, <laughs> but I um, I, I think you, I went to your streaming service, yeah. and I tuned in at 8.40. Okay, here's, here's how good this story was, is that Hula, who's working at a different radio station, is tuning into my radio station right. to figure out the end of this story. Right. So I applaud myself. I applaud myself. Yes. But honestly, like... It's honestly getting it's getting pretty hairy now, right? When I know that money is involved, that's all they give a shit about. Right. That's and, all they care. And as a person who didn't know what was happening behind the scenes, as a person who was an active listener since your Instagram story, since you promoted it to me, since I saw the video footage, and now being at 840, ready for the payoff to be a good payoff. It didn't have to be like the most spectacular thing in the world, but to have it be like, and here's what happened and yeah it wasn't that big of a deal it it fell flat it, it felt like it, 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 it felt to like me it did too it felt like there was it was there was uh there was no res- resolve there no resolution for it i like i, I kind of right. felt like disappointed deflated that's well, yeah. how i felt 
because we we literally had to I, we we made it feel that way. We made it feel right. like oh, we were just being dramatic, like nothing really happened. Like okay, we're gonna move on. Like you know that's you know it was it is yeah. what it is, and we're just gonna move on from it. Right. And so I was disappointed, but I knew at this point that like I, I'm messing, I'm messing with the wrong. Like the, now that money's involved, and I, I you know the even the fact that the client even knows about this and would care about this, like who gives a shit? Like right. who literally, who gives a shit about this at all? Like who, I don't think that like they should care about this, but they do. So I'm just going to play it cool. I need to lay low and I'm just going to end this story and then move on. Right. Okay. But, right. So, so does that kind of answer that question of why it seemed like on the air, it kind of fell flat? It, it did now knowing why. And I get right. it. Being now the you business, know that money was involved. Money's involved. And as a, a broadcaster, you have that's what pays the bills. And so sure. unfortunately, you have to go with the side of, okay, I get it. It's you know, as part of your job, you have to protect right. clients. And so so be it. If sure. if the truth can't be told, then cool. Right. Uh okay. So we're at this point. I I think it's done though. I'm like, okay, well, I'm confused because all this is kind of happening while I'm putting on a radio show too. So I don't really have a lot of time to investigate. It's more just like, oh, what? Okay, cool. What's the feeling uh, in the room well, with you guys? With everybody knowing what had just happened. Obviously, you had already aired what you aired. Were you guys feeling like, oh crap? Now we have to have this meeting. Like, yeah, I think I was. I was kind of a nervous wreck because I just didn't know. I didn't know really what was going on. You know, I just knew that my general manager had heard from Margarita Fest and they weren't happy. And I knew that eventually I was going to have to kind of explain and, you know, the, the show aspect that I had taken the, you know, the attention grabbing story that I had and try to explain that and, and try to figure out too how to prove why I still think it was the right decision to make, uh, to, to draw ratings, uh, which at the end of the day is, is my job was well, to, to protect my, I just, I didn't think we, we did anything personally to make Margarita Fest look bad. There wasn't like a, you know, there was nothing, it didn't have anything to do with Margarita Fest. It just happened to happen at Margarita Fest. And so I still wasn't too worried about it, but I was just like, okay. Right. And just so people uh, are aware, it, you know, it's when you are on the air and you're you in essence are kind of a social media influencer because people watch right. your social media. And unfortunately, even though it's your social media under the name Kramer, the radio station is a part of it as well. Right. Because like in my contract, it says they have like full control over my social media. And so right. it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I mean, honestly, nothing terrible happened. Like nothing terrible happened. So you like, end up going to meeting because even because my honestly my biggest fear was that my ex wife was going to try to like I just kept going through like did I ever say anything that could have made that like put her in a bad light that wasn't true and the answer kept being no like nothing that I said was untrue right or even like made her even like look bad I would just said she showed up at an event and that was it. So I, I still wasn't too worried. I was more worried on like the legal front of that more so than like what was going to happen next. 
Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Part three. Oh, no. Coming next you week. No, 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 You no, got to no. give us the ending to this. All right. So here it goes. Show goes on. Uh, at the end of the show, um, I have a conversation. And I don't remember who I had this conversation with. If it was with either my boss or my program director. But this is where here, here, here is the kicker. Okay. Um, is that uh, – well, no. Actually, at that point um, – I, I talked to, I think it was my operations manager, right? The big boss of all the radio stations. Right. And he's like, listen, I honestly don't know what's going on right now. I know that the guy that ran Margarita Fest and is coming in to talk to our general manager about what happened. I think that was a story. Something about like, he called like an urgent meeting that morning. Like I had to come in and talk about what happened with my general manager that morning. Oh God. So I'm like, oh God. Okay. All right. So... I don't hear anything else. I don't find, and I don't remember when I find out this next piece of information. I don't remember if somebody called me or they told me or, but somehow before the end of the next show, right? The end of the next day's show. And I can't remember if it was that afternoon or if it was like that morning during the show, that next day's show. Here's the kicker friends that my ex-wife's new boyfriend just happens to be the, either nephew or son-in-law of the owner of Margarita Fest. What? Are you serious? No. No, you're joking. That's my ex-wife. My ex-wife. I think it was actually, I don't remember the exact, I think he was brother-in-law actually of what he was. He was the brother-in-law. Yeah. I don't think he would be the son-in-law because then he'd be married and that'd be. No, right. No, no, no. I think he was a brother-in-law of the. uh, (laughs) Brother-in-law of the owner of Margarita Fest. (laughs) Or the brother. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. He was involved with Margarita Fest in some capacity or another. He was family of the the owner of Margarita Fest. Wow. So wow. I want you to keep in mind now that our radio station, I've pretty much gone up to him and been like, we don't want you here. <gasps> you know, like, like, right. Fuck. So I mean, that, that literally is like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, what? are the odds that my ex-wife is dating the family member of the person that put on like what like literally what are the odds they're not good right right on the numbers is not good right it's not good and the thing is is i don't really feel bad so much for you in that aspect as much as i feel bad for cabana boy jeff who was the one that walked up to the person. Yeah. I mean, I'm honestly feeling just, I mean, I don't even know at this point how I'm feeling. I'm just kind of like, fuck. Right. There's no way to really, <sighs> who, you, who's right and who's wrong right. here. Like you can't. everyone's terrible. Everyone's terrible. Right. Everyone's and like literally at this moment to me, everyone's terrible. Right. Like, everyone's at fault. It's everyone's fault. Everyone's terrible. It's an awful situation to be in because right. now the head of Margarita Fest is like, 
what the hell happened? There was like this confrontation. Like my guests to this event didn't feel safe because, you know, your whole crew, and it wasn't just Cabana Boy. I mean, there were other people that were just, you know, side-eyeing Shannon. And I mean, it was just, you know, well, I can tell you, I can tell you the rest of the story. So at this point, I'm like, oh, shit. Right, right. Right, right, right. I don't even know what to do at this point. I don't. I have no idea what to do. Right. Uh, so I think the best thing I can do in this moment is the second that show is over on uh, on Tuesday, right? Because Monday right. we came in, we did it. We weren't quite sure. But the second I found out, I headed right to my general manager's office and I was like, hey, I need to tell you everything because I have no idea – how this got so far out of control. Right. But I'm willing to take the blame for the social media stuff. Here's why I did it. I, we had literally no idea that the connection was right. The the connection between the two, obviously if we did, we never would have done that. It wouldn't in a million years, never have crossed my mind that that could have been the situation that was going down. No way. No way. Right. But now keep in mind, here I am as a guy that's been hired to like share my life and to get ratings. So it was really just a horribly messed up situation all the way around. Right. Like of of who and who was what. And honestly, she was really calm about it. Wow. She was really calm about it. She, she was very, uh, you know, okay. Yes. Like she's like, yeah, I had a meeting yesterday. With him, and he's not happy. Um, but um, you know, we explained it to him. And he's like, but the good thing is, like, he's about to go on. Uh, he's about to go on a trip, and so I, you know, I'm thinking by the time he gets back, this like isn't even going to be an issue, right? And I'm like, okay, cool, all right, like, no, no big deal. And so I'm hoping that you know he possibly understands the situation. And is like gets it right. right. It sounds like maybe he's like okay. I see because nothing like again, no harm, no harm, no foul. Like nothing was said about the event. Nothing on the air seemed bad. It was literally just my social media little drama that it played out. Right. That was the only thing that really. And of course, now at this point, he's like, why is my brother-in-law being like harassed Attack, and his girlfriend yeah. being harassed at at my event? Technically, so right. I, I I get it, but it kind of felt like. Man, that's a weird situation, but whatever. We'll see. That's the way I felt walking out of that meeting on Tuesday. Okay. Right. You got to say your piece. You got to say sorry. Let's yeah, all move totally. on. Let's we're not gonna discuss this totally. anymore. Let's delete all social media presence yeah, on and, it. And that's and that's what they asked me to do on Monday was like delete everything off social. I don't want any kind of like uh, you know, uh, no pictures, no, you know, no story, no drama. Obviously you guys already ended the on air part. Let's just, let's just end the story and move right. on. Thank God. Insta story shuts out, like totally deletes after 24 hours. Correct. We're done. Now at, at this point, I feel like if the story were to end right there, Oh gosh, we probably could have, everybody probably could have been okay. Right. But it doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. (laughs) And we'll be back after these messages. No, I'm just kidding.
<laughs> oh no! It, it, almost, it almost feels like a part three, or man. Oh my god! Almost feels like a part three. Okay, well let's just. There's not much more left of the story, so. So that's Tuesday, right? And I'm feeling like I'm obviously like, honestly, I'm feeling a lot of remorse at this point, right? Because I feel like I'm in the center of, of it all. Like, I didn't know the full story. I, I was the one that blew it up. I had like a lot of remorse because, you know, my ex-wife was just there as a guest of the host, you know, right. like I, that, but you we obviously had the wrong impression. I, I didn't know that in the moment. I did not know that, nor would that even make sense. Right. Right. The, the odds of that making sense versus anything else. There's no way those two even like come close. Right. Like what are the odds? They're not good odds. They're not good odds. Right. <sighs> so that's like winning the lottery right there. Totally. So what I did that night was I went home and I crafted this Instagram post. And I'm like, you know what? I genuinely made the wrong decision. My emotions got the best of me. I got caught up in the, basically what I've been telling you guys for the last two hours. Right. I got caught up in the story. I, I, I made the wrong decision. I shouldn't have without knowing all the facts. She didn't have a chance to defend herself. I, I made the wrong, I made the wrong choice. And I'm sorry if I upset anybody and that was it. And honestly, I don't know if to this date, I think probably when I got let go was probably my biggest post, but to that date, that was my biggest post on Instagram. And most people were like, you know what? Things happen. Or some people were still like, you know, some people were mad at me thinking that like I shouldn't have gotten so involved in it. And then there's some people that were still mad at her saying she shouldn't have shown up or, you know, should have gone somewhere else or whatever. Right. But, um, I really thought that like, okay, this is at least I'm showing, you know, that I'm sorry. And I think the client's going to be calmed down and then it should be fine. Okay. Right. I'm still kind of a nervous wreck. Go to bed, wake up, do the show. This is now Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday morning. Right. And I get a notification. I don't know if it was an email or a text from my boss at this point. He says, Hey, let's catch up after the show. And I'm like, Oh no. Now what? Like what? Like we, we, we were done. Like everything right. was done. It's over. Right? It's like, over. I've apologized. I, I even said, like, I'll call the client and explain. Like, I honestly meant no harm onto his family. I was, I was, you know, out of line for doing that, et cetera. And I thought, I thought the story was done. Show's over. And he's like, hey, I need to give you a heads up on something. And I'm like, what's that? He's like, I hear, um, I'm told that my ex-wife is now going to write a formal written complaint to iHeartRadio saying that she felt harassed and unsafe by all of our staff, that she's basically being harassed uh, at an event that she was allowed to be at in the first place. (sighs) Wow. She went there. Well, at this point, it was just kind of like a, I don't, that's just what I hear. And I'm guessing that I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure how he got that information to be honest with you. Okay. I don't know if okay. Okay. my general manager had gotten word of it or what, but he's like, nothing has showed up yet. Maybe she won't, maybe this was die over, but like, you've just really, you've got to know that like, she's on your shit now. Like she's going to be watching and listening to everything you're doing. So don't give her a reason to write that letter. Like, let's just got it. make everything 
make everything just go away. Yeah. But now, yeah, which was fine for me. And we were in that studio where, okay, listen, like, we're just never going to mention her by name again. We don't have a reason to really talk about. It. We hadn't talked about it in a long time. There's no reason to, right. you know, unless it was just like, oh, you know, my ex-wife, you know, just, oh, uh, I got divorced or whatever. It was no real reason to directly, you know, directly speak on her as a person. Right. Uh, so Wednesday we had an uncensored podcast that we did, and I I went on there, and it's probably still up on that. They left that podcast up. It's probably still on there, but I went on there and kind of just explained the same thing I wrote in the post, and like I. You know, I made the wrong decision and I, I know that I really stirred the pot up that I didn't mean to. It just started rolling downhill and, and that was it. And I was thinking that was, again, still the end of the story. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but it wasn't because that letter did eventually show up at our radio station from my written. ex-wife. It got written and it got sent. And I don't know if it, I honestly, I can't remember. It's been a year. I don't know if it was an email or a written letter. I don't remember exactly what it was, but this is when now my general manager decides to call a big meeting. And that big meeting involves me and my co-host and my producer and Cabana boy and Hayes, our program director and Rob, who is like the, the big boss that I keep talking about. I think that was it. Um, and she basically then lays out what this letter talks about. She's like, hey, she's saying that um, she was being harassed by multiple people while she was there. She didn't feel safe. She felt like that we were – and again, I'm. this is all allegedly from my memory of what happened. Right. I don't remember word for word what was said. Right. But I remember these were like the sentiments of what were being said. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, She had mentioned a couple of different instances where I think she said, said that someone had like pushed into her. It was either a coworker, maybe one of Gina's friends was like, like physically touched her. Um, and that she felt like that I was, uh, like encouraging people to like harass her at the event because of what I was doing on social media. And, uh, so we had to just kind of like explain the whole situation. Again, she wasn't, she, that's probably the maddest I've ever seen her, but it wasn't even like that mad. She was just more like, why, why did you, why? why?" It it just seemed more of like an annoyance of something she had to do. Right, right. She had to fix the relations for that client. Right. And almost like, y'all, we've been dealing, you know, the client, now I've got your ex-wife, you know, like writing letters. And when anytime that you complain, like it has to be formally dealt with. Right. So at this point, she, she lets us know that like I heart legal is going to, I heart radio legal is going to have to get involved. Oh no. And so they, and I'm feeling like just a, just a fucking dummy at this point, man, you know? Right. And I'm just feeling like dummy. Like I can't even believe that this has turned into all this. Right. And I gotta be honest when I am, and f- I am now furious at my ex-wife for doing that. Because in this email, as she's sitting here saying, I'm not trying to interrupt your career. I'm not trying to, you know, uh, I wouldn't do anything to get it. Now, all of a sudden, she is right, completely in a, I never, never, I mean, I could have totally messed up her c- professional career. She was literally having this inappropriate relationship with a married coworker right. on company technology or like you know like i could have right but you didn't i didn't 
I didn't. I I let her. I it was between her and I, and that was it. Right. Right. She she so, out of the civil range with this letter. Uh, to me, I mean, you tell me, and I know that you're obviously on my side, right? And if she I, again, I wasn't there to really know what happened. I wasn't there to know if somebody pushed into her. I wasn't there to know if if she was. All I saw was that one instance on video. And everything else is just hearsay to me. I don't know anything else. Right. Do you, and, and this is just my brain working because of the fact that I've been in radio for so long. Do you even, does it even come across to you that the client is pushing her at all to do this letter, to put these words in there so they can get I, I don't out know. of the company? I honestly, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. I, I, I don't, I, uh, I, I was giving if anything, the benefit of the doubt, like that she wouldn't. I, I think, I think honestly, if, if, if you ask me what I think maybe have caused it, not having literally zero idea of why she did it. I think it was probably maybe like her family. that was like, uh, I can't believe he did this to you. I may, you know, you it. should write this letter and got it. You know, for her too, maybe it was just a way for us to just, you know, she had an upper hand now of saying like, I don't want to be talked about anymore on the radio. Like I'm not able to give my side of what happened because a few months before I had released a podcast, basically the whole story of what happened. Right. Uh, and which obviously it didn't, I mean, paint her in a true light, but it wasn't, she didn't get a chance. And I mean, who knows? But was that her way of just being like, well, I'm able to now do this, shut this shit down. Right. Yeah. I can shut it down myself if you, since you're not really listening to me. In my now life. that I, because before, like, you, right, if I'm just telling my story, you can't, there's nothing you can do. It's like my, it's like my story. It's what happened, right? You can't tell me not, if, if it doesn't paint her in a bad light, if it's all true facts, nothing you can really do about it. Cause I, um, I actually but, scrolled to your Instagram right now as we were talking mm -hmm. and I'm looking at August 17th with you by the fountain right. and then August 19th there's, there's no with is you by the bridge. And that I believe yeah. that was the picture where you apologized on the 19th, Correct. but there is no more caption on no. either one of those posts. Cause honestly, there were two really cute pictures of me. So I was like, <laughs> I'm not taking the pictures now. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. They, they for sure have garnered a close to about 2000, over 2000 likes yeah. on both. Yeah. The pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I have a feeling it's probably a lot because of the ca captions that are no longer. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not taking, I'm not taking it down. I'm not taking it down. No. So I, I was like, I'm, gonna have my, I'm just going to delete the caption and I, I scrub social media of everything. Right. Um, uh, so wow. <sighs> I didn't know the that story, ending. It, nobody did because we just, we had to make it go away. So I, uh, all I know is that I heart legal had constructed some type of response um, Melissa, our general manager had sent it to her and, um, she responded back with, okay, great. Thanks. And that was that, that then was the end of the story when it came to it. Uh, basically that response said something along the lines of, I, uh, that we, we won't talk about you, you know, we won't talk about you anymore. And, you know, we're sorry for, we, we, we've had, you know, discussions, we've had meetings, with people and we understand the actions of what they did again, paraphrasing here. Right. Uh, and you know, sorry for the, sorry for the trouble. Right. Apology. There was an apology attached. Of course, always has right. to be an apology. 
So then now that that's done and said with and done and gone, have you spoken to her since in any form? No, No. I mean, no. And I, you know, I told myself I was going to give myself a couple of weeks before I responded to her email, but it's still sitting here today unresponded to. Um, I honestly, I will not be able to, for, I honestly was able to, to forgive her for, uh, infidelity, you know, her, her, her actions behind my back with our relationship. I was able to forgive her for the way she, I think she handled the final days of our relationship. Um, what she did to me in that moment and interfering with work, I will, was completely unnecessary. The second that she came to me and was like, Hey, here's what happened. I then basically was like, oh, wow, that was my fault. And I I didn't want to respond because my initial reaction was still so frustrated with her. Right. So I didn't respond, but I took the proper steps. I was just going to end the story and tell her side of it and everything was going to be done. But then when she felt the need to go and get work involved – that's really where I I get I, I I don't know that I'll ever be able to forgive her. Now let's take that one step further. This was August uh, August seventeenth, August eighteenth, August nineteenth, August twentieth, late August. Correct. I got let go in January. Correct. You know I get let go in the under the terms of uh, of of budget cuts or staff reduction, right? right? right. Workforce reduction. I think is oh, yeah, exactly yeah. what it's called. Which I mean, listen, fifteen hundred other people got let go too. Right, you weren't right? the only like, one, correct, and not the right, only one from right. the building. No, 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 right. There were seven people here locally that got let go. Right. Uh, the only difference between me and a lot of the other people was that, like, I was the the lead of a very successful morning show. Correct. <laughs> so that leaves you, and everybody else was like middays or like you know a fourth mic on a show or something that not a lead a host. Yeah of any show, right? right? Did this instance, I'm in the, I'm going to leave this as a question mark. Cause I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm like haunted with this question all the time. Right. Of like, did that influence the decision whatsoever? I will never know. I'll have no idea if it did or not, but I'm stuck with that, you know, that question mark of how did that affect the rest of my, you know, six months at, at channel nine, three, three, I don't know. Right. Can I give you some advice? Do you mind? Please. No, please. I get everything you said. I understand everything you said. I empathize with you. I sympathize with you, whatever the right word is. I truly believe for you to move on from this. Cause you've shared your story. And you shared right. the entire story. It's the first time that all that, like that's and I and I'm trying again trying to be as respectful as possible of to all are. sides. So that I'm not like, like like that's truly all the the knowledge that I, I and I'm not really mad at anybody. I think right. that everybody had ups and downs in that story, but yeah, right. And I and I talked and I don't owe her anything and your ex anything and um you know it's. You, you're luckily this is not your podcast is owned by you, so you don't have to fire yourself. But yeah. <laughs> um, I, to, for you to move on from this because you are you were able to 
share the story and now it's there forever or however long this podcast will be up. I feel like you need to fully just cleanse yourself from this and you need to delete the email that Shannon sent you completely. Don't even respond to it. Just completely delete it. Get it out of your life. Get it out of your system. Delete the deletion after that. (laughs) Right. Because you know it's still exactly exactly. And you need to not even think you need to move on. You need to not think of your firing, like not even question that that part was uh, involved. I mean, I I literally I I spend so much mental time on it, like wondering. I mean, that was just one of of a a couple crazy things that happened towards the end of my Channel Nine Three Three experience. All that I I played a part in, but a lot that was like out of my control. Right. Um, I I spend just a lot of time thinking about how bizarre this whole situation was. But you know what? Since we're sitting here, because I still have this email pulled up, I'm going to delete it. Delete it, please. It's going to be live. It's what's the, what's the point of it sitting in your mail, your email box inbox, but to just consist, consistently nag you and go, Hey, right. I'm here. If you want to get angry right. again, come and find me and then read it all over again. And then it'll bring you back to that place that you were back then. Right. And I feel like as a, as what you've done so far since being laid off. Like, obviously people say, and I say this too, like it is what it is. You know, we, we do our job. We got laid off for whatever reason they gave us. It's just the universe right now is not wanting us to be on the radio. Apparently they want us to do other things, whether we can't control that. It is what it is, as everybody always says. But I think as a person to heal and for you, because you are such a, a person that is uh, just like me, um, you deal with your feelings, you you get into a mind space sometimes that can be too obsessive in the sense of like, you're constantly thinking about one thing being a bigger thing, if that makes any right. sense, that yep. I feel that for you to delete the email would, would be a nice cleanse and, and to not even think about the situation anymore, because it's not going to help you. Right. And to answer, and right. it's not going to, and, 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 oh, well, you know, we got laid off in January. It's now, uh, July. Right. We need to stop, you know, sitting, going back in time. And going, I don't know if you do as much as I do, but yes, I spend a lot of time. I'm still really frustrated. Yeah. And like yeah. when my frustration of losing the job then also stirs up these emotions, these certain events that have happened. And it's just, Right. And I, it's frustrating and we may never ever get the answer that we want or that we will be happy with. Um, because even they could tell us, you know what? You totally sucked. And that is the reason why you got laid off. You got laid off because of that letter. That's the real reason why you got laid off. Is that going to make you even happier than you are right now to get that answer? So why even question, why even worry about it? You know, it, know. it it's done. We're, we, you know, we can't go backwards in time. We can't, you know, we, all we can do is move forward. All we can do is look forward. And I feel like a lot of times when you let little things like this, I'm not saying I don't, and I don't want you to think little as in like, it's not a big deal. Let it go. It's a huge deal, but right. you can't control it's it. It's a crazy story. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, such a crazy, story. it's a crazy story, <laughs> but you know, we can't have little things like that, like those things 
hold us back back because you are a better person than that. And I know it, and you're a bigger person than that. And I know it. And I know your mom would be sitting here telling you, you know, that you're, you're the type of person that just needs to move forward with it. Right. Right. That's all you can do. But you learn your lessons and you, and you move forward. And again, I, I remember sitting in that meeting when there was all the, you know, all my bosses and stuff. And I just kept saying like, I, I know, I, I, I know I upset people and I, uh, but I'm sorry, but that content was really, really good. It was really, really good. I stand by the content. I do. I stand by the content. I stand by the, yeah. If I were in your shoes, like I would not ever say, I mean, I would say sorry, but I wouldn't be like really, truly apologetic about it. I, I still, it was the biggest thing it's ever, I, I, and I wish I would have gone back and, and looked at the ratings for that day. Cause I guarantee you they were just sky high. So bigger than, oh, than the layoff? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe a little uh, bigger. That was probably a, a, a tad bit bigger, but, um, but I mean, man, I appreciate you, you being on the other side of this and just being able to kind of like talk me through this and ask the questions. And I mean, what is your, what is your takeaway? Like now that you've heard this whole, you spent almost two hours I, with this whole story, right? What is your, what is your takeaway? Like, what are you feeling about the whole thing? Like, are you, um, I feel like your actions were justified. I feel like, unfortunately there sometimes is a higher, I don't want to say power, but sometimes there's a, there's a bigger thing that, I mean, it was your job, you know, your job caused you not to speak your truth, if that makes sense. Sure. So I, I feel like I feel for you on that, but at the same time, like, unfortunately it's a business that we all signed up for and, we all have to go by the rules. I mean, I mean, I would have right. say, I would have done exa- everything you did. I would have done exactly the same way. Right. Um, and you have to. And it, it backfires. You no, know? it's just sometimes. It, and I wish that you know, I, I kind of wish that they would have had my back a little bit more in the situation. But you know, but at the end of the day, is, yeah. At the end of the day, I think your true friends have your back. Uh, right. And, and work is work. Business is business. And, right. and your true friends are your true friends. So yep. those of us that know you and know your heart, know, you know, side with you, of course. You're a good friend to hop on here and do this. Uh, Hula's podcast is not this long or this dramatic. but uh, <laughs> I can- wish it was. Then, I mean, if it was viral like this, man, I'd have more than 12 listeners. hopefully now this is pushing more over to you uh life with hula you can get it literally in all the podcast spots uh it's you should go again if you're looking for another daily podcast it's good i mean how would you describe your podcast um it's definitely uh family family more family oriented um more (laughs) kid oriented you'll hear my kids screaming pretty much 90 percent of my podcast um yeah 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 yeah, just if you want to listen to an unemployed stay-at-home dad who's very creative uh talk about life then jump on my podcast there it goes there it is all right dude margarita fest story in the books i appreciate you are you i appreciate you love you forever as your mom would say (laughs) there you go (laughs) okay that's it for today thanks for listening to my son's podcast certified mama's boy be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends Love you forever.